This is the News Nation audio stream, available 24-7 on the News Nation app or on your Alexa. Just say, play News Nation. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, banking with Capital One is the easiest decision in the history of decisions. Kind of like choosing Derek Jeter as the pinch hitter for your baseball team. Jeter, you're in. We need a home run. I'll give it a try. I've swung a bat once or twice. That's out of here. Yep, even easier than that. With no fees or minimums and no overdraft fees, is it even a decision? That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC. Antenna TV. Daytime means memories. Dennis the Menace. Bewitched. And I dream of genie. I cannot wait. Turn your TV back in time with Antenna TV. Check your cable listings. Antenna TV. I was crossing the street when I met the love of my life. I chased after her. Nothing would stand in my way. Not the dog walker, nor the hot dog vendor. Finally reaching her, I asked, what do you call that amazing smell? Um, it's Gain Flings. Gain Flings. My love had a name. But more importantly, it had a scent. Fall in love with Gain Flings. Seriously good scent. Gain Flings with 50% more freshness ingredients versus leading bargain detergent. Kitchen, Republican strategist, former aide to George W. Bush, to the panel in just a minute. But we begin tonight with breaking news. A woman from Illinois has been arrested for threatening to kill former President Trump and his son, Barron. News Nation Sloan Glass is standing by outside Trump Tower in New York with the details on the arrest. Hi, Sloan. Hey, Leland, at this time, we are still learning more about the woman who federal agents say emailed the school multiple times threatening to kill the former president and his youngest son, Barron. Tracy Fiorenzo was arrested Monday morning and appeared in federal court in Chicago. The case was filed earlier this month in the U.S. District Court in southern Florida, but was only unsealed this week. She's accused of transmitting threats to kill or injure another person in interstate commerce. The newly unsealed affidavit says that on May 21st of this year, Fiorenzo sent emails to an unnamed school in Palm Beach, Florida, where 17-year-old Barron Trump lives, threatening, quote, I will state that I will shoot Donald Trump Sr. and Barron Trump straight in the face at any opportunity that I get, and continued with threats in June 5th, emailing stating, I'm going to slam a bullet in Barron Trump's head with his father in self-defense. Ms. Fiorenzo voluntarily met with Secret Service agents in mid-June, where she was interviewed and videotaped by the Secret Service. She could be transferred down to Florida to face charges. And this all comes two weeks ago, comes after two weeks ago when an armed 70, 70 year old Utah man who threatened President Biden was shot and killed while federal agents were trying to serve a warrant at his home. And according to court documents, Fiorenzo admitted to authorities when she was interviewed that she did write those emails. Now, Leland, if convicted, she faces up to five years in prison. All right. Sloan, thank you very much. Out to the campaign trail, the first Republican debate is 48 hours away. And former President Trump says he will not be on the stage in Milwaukee. Wednesday's debate comes as several new polls show his lead in the GOP primary is as strong, if not stronger than ever. In Iowa, a new Des Moines Register NBC News poll shows Trump with 42 percent. That's more than double DeSantis at 19 percent. The largest margin for a frontrunner at this stage since George W. Bush in 2000. Nationally, polls also show him with an increasing lead. Obviously, we have seen his poll numbers increase with each indictment. A new CBS poll shows 73% of GOP voters say legal fights are a reason for supporting him. The panel is with us now. Chris Dyerwald, who will be in Milwaukee. Uh, does it make, I guess I should say this is not as a question, as a statement. There is, it is unquestionably true that without Trump, it is less exciting. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I, I don't know. 
I think it will be less of a draw, right? There will be fewer eyeballs on the debate. But I'm very interested to see what happens up there and how these folks sort themselves out. You know, um, two-thirds of respondents in a recent poll uh, that Firehouse Strategies Commission said they thought Trump should debate. The Republican Party wants Trump to debate. It's pretty clear. Um, but without him, they're going to have to wrestle with each other and figure out, you know, who's running for which kind of voters and how are they going to interact with each other. So for me, a nerd, uh, I will find it extraordinarily interesting, <laughs> even if there isn't the same kiloton power in ratings uh, as there would have been with Mr. Maga on stage. All right. So, Denise, who do we look to to make both the case against Donald Trump? And we keep seeing and hearing that Ron DeSantis is going to try to make the case for Trump's policies without Donald Trump. Does anybody want the lukewarm version in the Republican Party of Donald Trump? I don't think anyone wants the lukewarm version of anybody. I mean, you come to play leader of the free world, you come to play hard. And if you're not, you should go home. You know, I think, um, and that's probably some advice to Mike Pence and others like him, but I would say that um, I don't think that trying to out-Trump Trump ever wins. I think that we saw that with Marco Rubio in 2016. When you get mean and you get in the dirt with Trump, you end up losing because nobody can do it better than him. So I think that you're going to see people like Tim Scott really step out and take a stage because we want someone ultimately who's not just a fighter, but someone who has a vision for America that's forward thinking. All right. So speaking of Tim Scott, who is sort of skewed any type of real television interaction or, or interviews in, in long-form interviews. Certainly, he's done a gaggle or two with the Iowa State Fair and has been unrelentingly positive about you. Can, can you beat Donald Trump by not running against him? Does that work? I don't really understand people calling these other people Trump light. I mean, Trump represents to his base an economic platform, period. And none of these people are picking up on that piece of it. I don't know what he represents to the people running against him because none of them have an economic platform that is speaking to his voters, to working class voters. To them, President Trump represents, you know, a trade war with China, undoing NAFTA, immigration reform, all of the things that impact working class voters on an economic level. And nobody is talking to any of these issues. That's why he has no competition. Well, maybe they're talking about those issues, but we're not hearing them. No one's listening because Donald Trump just fills up the room. I think the Republican candidates, they're all looking for that moment. It'll be interesting to see whether DeSantis can can perform at a level where he distinguishes himself because his numbers are falling while Vivex's are rising. Who's going to have that moment? But I can guarantee you one thing. Whatever moment they have, it won't be as big a moment because Donald Trump won't be there. Right. If it's if you are having to watch the split screen of Donald Trump responding to that moment, it, it changes things. And the, the other thing I'll be looking for is whether I haven't seen polling on this. If Donald Trump's out of the race, I always say he's not, not going to stay in the race because of his legal issues. But if he's out of the race, where do those MAGA voters go? Where's the polling on that? Because there is, got there lots is some of secondary. Choices. I think it's Vivek and DeSantis. Or There's no go. way to do the polling because you're asking people to imagine what they cannot yeah. imagine right now. And that's part of why Trump not participating in this debate is a mistake. Right. Mm -hmm. It is not good for the front runner to start letting the Republican Party to imagine itself without him. Uh, he, mm -hmm. he has said that he will not participate in any debates. I'm not going to do any debates. That won't fly. That, that doesn't work. And I will tell you one last thing, which is that you can see in the Des Moines Register poll, and you can see in new polls out from Echelon Insights today, that there is fluidity under the crust, yes. right? The, mm -hmm. the, the molten core is not set yet, right? There's still magma bubbling away down under there. And Trump cannot afford to take these people for granted because we know about Iowa particularly. The electorate is dynamic. The caucuses are weird. And something will happen. Trump is the party, though. He's no. still the oh, okay. party. Oh, okay, hold on. <laughs> Let, let's get to DeSantis, who's going, who at least is trying to put himself in a new fight. There. Um, all right, well, now here we go. Ron DeSantis, <laughs> even before the debate. I'm going to get control of this eventually by 6 p.m. Is already under fire, Ron DeSantis is, for some comments he made on Friday. And that's got to be based in principle, uh, because if you're not rooted in principle, uh, if all we are is listless vessels that's just supposed to follow, you know, whatever happens to come down the pike on Truth Social every morning, th that's not going to be a durable movement. 
I think it's an unfortunate choice of words for DeSantis, but it also makes me wonder who programmed him wrong that day. Oh. <laughs> oh. Sorry, I just, I really Who's think. Who's a listener? <laughs> <lesson now? laughs> no, I just, I really think, look, what we were saying earlier about, about fluidity and numbers, um, the, the case can still be made, regardless of what gaffes are made at this point. 58% of Republicans in both Iowa and New Hampshire don't want Trump. They really said they found that in the polling. And 76% of those who support Trump say they're doing it because they know the most about him. Wednesday night is going to change everything, and people are going to have ample time to make their case. And for once, they'll do it without Trump sucking all the air out of the room. All right. That's the thesis. Wednesday night will will change everything. Let's go back in history. There have been a couple of debate moments typically in the general election, that have changed everything. Have we ever had one in a primary debate that changed everything? Oh, my gosh, yeah. yes. Oh, holy crocono. Um, <laughs> Newt Gingrich uh, it created a campaign out of nothing. He had a foundering campaign, and he went yard on Juan Williams. I remember, I remember the moment well in a South Carolina debate, yeah. and it was a question about uh, the racial overtones, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and Newt Gingrich just shoved it right back down his throat. The crowd, the crowd erupted. You could feel it. It was a shockwave through the arena. And moments like that do happen. And some of it, look, we should remember, poor Marco Rubio. Yes. Um, <laughs> Marco, Chris Christie didn't little take... Marco. Little, little Marco. Little uh, Marco. Chris Christie didn't take Marco Rubio out of the Republican primary race. Marco Rubio took himself out of the primary race. We looked back at the end and said, yeah, that was really where, mm-hmm. that was really where it started to go down. But it was before that. So sometimes it's a post facto. We apply it back to something that already happened. But sometimes, as I've seen multiple times over the past, you know, 20 years, it does happen. And if I were Trump, I would not want I could see one. Right. I could see sitting out one. Sometimes a front runner sits out the first debate, but I can't imagine skipping next month. That just seems you know, crazy. You think about Trump voters. And I think Denise made a good point in terms of Trump voters who are looking for somebody else. Uh, does a debate change their minds? Is it is it about if you if you're if the debate's going to be mostly about cultural issues because there's not really a lot of economic differences on the Republican side? Do they even get the opportunity to talk to those voters? I mean, you know, Trump is a human ratings machine. Okay, he reflects what the audiences at his rallies are cheering for. So he knows what the base wants. He knows what they care about. So there could be a, you know, Ron DeSantis could wake up and say, you know what, I'm going to take Donald Trump's economic platform and I am just going to run on that on the debate stage. And people who don't know enough about him could be like, oh, wow, that's actually what I'm looking for. The problem is, is that none of those people agree with Trump on economics. Trump is a protectionist. He has a quite left wing economic agenda. And these people all want to bring the Republican Party back to the Chamber of Commerce, free market tax cut. Republican Party. And so those people who are looking for new things, looking for what they want, they're just not going to hear it. You sound like I I hear a person next to me describing Vivek Ramaswamy. That's what I hear. And I think that he's the most dangerous guy after watching your town hall with him. I think Vivek Ramaswamy, who echoes many of the sentiments that you have described, uh, is a is it will be a very dangerous He's a very dangerous man on the tennis court. And we have that video coming up later. It's a hard pass. Uh, That's a hard pass from me, Leland. <laughs> President Biden's expected to land in Hawaii any moment from now. He's going to get a firsthand look at the devastation in Maui. His first visit, his visit, follows the deadly wildfires that left 114 people dead. News Nation's chief Washington correspondent, Blake Berman, with us on the president's trip. Hi, Blake. Hi there, Leland. And President Biden left Lake Tahoe earlier this morning where he is vacationing for the week. As you mentioned, he should be landing uh, and being and getting on the ground there in Maui at any moment now, really, at some point here in the upcoming hour. The White House says that President Biden during this trip will be able to survey the damage both from the air and on the ground. When he's on the ground there, they say he will talk to local leaders, be able to speak with residents impacted by the wildfires there and really confront some of the harshest realities that are impacting residents in Maui and in Lahaina. I want you to listen here to the Deputy Press Secretary, Olivia Dalton, uh, who was aboard Air Force One today, talk about just that. Watch. Today he'll meet with parents who've lost children and children who've lost parents and first responders who saved others' homes while their own built uh, burned to the ground. So I think it, it's going to be an emotional day for everyone. 
there is a bit of uh, a mix of hope and really skepticism as well as the president is about to arrive in Hawaii. We've heard from residents over the past week say, look, any visit from the sitting president of the United States could be positive, And whatever that leads to going forward is something that they would welcome. But there's also skepticism as it relates to the federal government and its response over the last couple of weeks. I would love to hear him say that he's going to find a way to get housing for us. There are people that are going to be hurting for a very, very long time. I kind of don't care for it, um, for the fact that when the wildfires first happened, he had no comment on anything to say to the Maui people, to Lahaina people. That woman who you just heard from there, Leland, is part of the issue for President Biden, as you know. Uh, in the very early days of this tragedy, he was on a, a different vacation in Delaware. Uh, he was asked by the media who was following him, Mr. President, do you have any comment on what's going on in Maui? And he gave a two-word response, which was, quote-unquote, no comment. Since then, the White House has been trying to show the vast federal efforts, Leland, that have been put forward as it relates to the tragedy there. The president on the ground, we expect, for about six hours and could potentially hear from him later this evening. Leela? Yeah, and he headed to California for another mini vacation this weekend before heading out to Maui. Blake, stay with us as yep. we bring uh, in the panel. Chris, I'll start with you. There's never uh, an opportunity to make a second first impression. You don't get those. Mm -hmm. uh, George W. Bush never lived down Katrina. Uh, Ted Cruz will never live, live down Cancun during the Houston ice storm. Well, that storm. was bad. That was yeah. bad. Can, can President Biden turn this view of himself as the guy on the beach vacation around? I mean, sure. We, we, you could also think of uh, Barack Obama's response uh, to the beheading of the American in Syria when he went, uh, hadn't talked about it, and then went off and played golf. Sometimes these things linger. I do think these tend to be overstated, though. Donald Trump didn't really pay a political price for uh, whipping uh, paper towel rolls to people uh, in Puerto Rico. This, much like presidential vacations, is a matter of fixation for the other party, but doesn't seem to have a huge effect. I feel confident Joe Biden will win Hawaii's electoral votes uh, <laughs> next year. I think that I think he's I think he's on track for that. Um, it, and the sad part about it is that when the politics take over, then we forget the real point, which is that, you know, this was horrible suffering for a, for a small group of people in this country. And that's that's uh, what counts. How much does this go to, Bacha, though, the concept of people who someone who cares about people like me? Right. Is because the rest of the world country is not necessarily watching the response of Hawaii and going, oh, my God, it's so terrible. The president hasn't shown up or doesn't care. For the people of Hawaii, they're thinking about themselves in the next hurricane or the next fire or the next tornado. Yeah, definitely. I think also, uh, you know, <laughs> the president and his team like to portray him as the consoler in chief, the doting father. And that's how a lot of his supporters see him. And this last week was just there are just a few more cracks in his ability to sell that image. Right. This seemed you know, like a real missed opportunity to play that role of consoler in chief. And then, of course, all of this stuff with Hunter Biden, where you're seeing that there was a real financial element to their relationship. Right. That image of him as the anti-Trump in this in this character sense is really starting to fall away. I think. Yeah, I have to disagree there. Oh, that's I a think, shock. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, Biden is the consoler in chief. And, you know, where I come from, we say, well, his rep will carry him and he's got a foundation of being empathetic, which is one of his strongest selling points. He missed that one opportunity. He had a prior comment before that, though, I think three or four days before, where he, where he certainly sided with the folks. And, and, and let's not remember this. The local and state agencies are first on the ground. FEMA is second and supports state and uh, local agencies. There are 1,000 FEMA folks there right now. The Biden administration just asked for $12 billion yeah, to refund we, FEMA. On, Scott, reasonable, reasonable people can agree that in the first couple of days, when you didn't have enough cadaver dogs, you didn't have a command center sure. on Maui, that a lot more could have been done. The president ordered an all-hands-on-deck 
send whatever resources well, you wanted. He did when it, went, when it first happened. Not, he the did. people in Hawaii said that the federal resources weren't I mean, showing up because we should, of it. We well, should be asking they're 5,000 the miles away, too, though. You've got Hickman Air Force Base. The victims certainly are emotionally bankrupt because they've lost everything. So emotions are going to be part of their speaking uh, terms. But the reality is that people deeply care about uh, tragedies in this country, whether it's Hawaii or West Virginia or California right now, that's suffering as well. It's hard to say that the federal government doesn't care about you. This wasn't Katrina. Under Bush, the federal resources didn't get there for weeks, if not months. And so I think it's incomparable when it comes to the Biden administration's uh, review. I, I want to get I want to get Blake in on this issue. Blake, how worried is the White House about this and in the, the optics of this over the well, past look, couple of weeks? Look, there was a clear, it was at some point last week where you really saw from the White House them, them push out on a daily basis, hey, here's what we're doing. Um, hey, here's the resources. Hey, here's how the numbers have changed. It was clearly a stark contrast from the initial days. Remember the, the, the beginning days. Remember the president had commented on it initially. Then there was that gap of several days when he was on vacation. Cameras were nowhere near him. Uh, on that vacation. And then then it was the finally, hey, Mr. President, would you like to comment? No comment. And then it was after that point in time where we really started to see hitting our inboxes, this is what we're doing today. This is where the numbers stand today. Here's where they've jumped. Conference calls, briefing reporters, putting the FEMA director out in front of the cameras, and so so on and so forth. So I think you could see from just sort of the pattern, Leland, you know, how how this White House had to evolve uh, in the last couple weeks here. With the tragedy. Yeah, the FEMA director took it on the chin uh, pretty badly, actually, from, from the White House press corps uh, in terms of what, what she was saying and the realities yeah. on the ground. Live pictures right now uh, of Maui, where Air Force One has landed, and the president is on the smaller of the two planes that he uses. Sometimes it's a 747. This is the smaller 757, uh, which has the tall stairs, not the mini stairs he has been using uh, as of late. Uh, Chris Steyerwalt, to you... How how much of the optics that we've seen, and we've fair fair people can agree over the past couple of months, President Biden's schedule and the way he has been handled has been changed from a typical president to sort of better accommodate his age. And the White House aides have, have talked about that. Six hours on the ground after a five-hour flight, five-hour flight going home. What what's the calculation for the White House in terms of how much for him to be out there? Remember that time Barack Obama got just absolutely smoked by uh, Mitt Romney in their president, their first presidential debate? Barack Obama was extraordinarily fit. He was extraordinarily healthy. He was, uh, you know, 30 years younger than Joe Biden is now. He was tired from going down uh, and visiting wildfires that were raging across the Gulf Coast. And he was tired and he came back and he had a bad performance. A long way of saying Whoever the president is, you have to set them up to succeed, not fail. You don't want to push them beyond what their capacity is. And for Biden, all of the attention on this trip now, after waiting to go, all of the attention on this trip, you can't have a bad day, right? You can't go out there and you can't have a bad day. Regardless of the circumstances. You just can't have a bad day. You got to have a good day. You got to have good interactions with people because you can't say, well, we were rushing. You have to deliver and you have to look presidential and you have to be able to walk the walk and talk the talk and interact with people. So I'm sure the White House worked hard to make sure that he was rested and that the trip was comfortable and that he could get there and do that. You know, I think that I'm wondering who's actually running the show with Biden now these days. I mean, to go from one vacation to another and to then jump over to Hawaii when you happen to be on the West Coast in a billionaire Tom Steyer's mansion in Lake Tahoe. That he rented. Yeah, that's okay. But market Listen, value. The point do, well, is do we, do we know is, what was paid for yeah, it, or are we, we just taking really the White House's word for it? Well, that was those, the media. The, the media points, reported <laughs> that it was market value. No, sure. because that's because, no, no, hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on, Scott. That's because the White House said that. I'm just saying, you're a lawyer. I mean, wouldn't you ask for proof of what the rent was and for everyone to decide whether well, it was I'm fair not market sure there's value? there's a basis to, to, to take the president's word for granted, but I think that it, they, it ought to be disclosed. It hasn't been disclosed at this point yet. Yeah. But I think under the rules and, uh, and disclosures, he couldn't accept it for free because that would violate the GIFT Act. And what but happened. does it even matter at this point? I mean, the bottom line is he's making all the wrong steps. And, you know, at this point in a presidential sort of um, term, you start getting the B team coming in because people are starting to cycle out. It's true. I, I, I remember how this happened. a millionaire's happened. home 
pain market value. Well, you can ask the people of Lahaina. I think at the end of the day, you just ask the people of Lahaina, and they've said very clearly how they feel about how this president has responded, and we will see that play out as this election goes on. And remember, this is not the first time. Lots of money going into Hawaii right now to fix those problems. Money doesn't solve everything, contrary to what Democrats Well, that's why he's there going to be consoling them today. (laughs) We will see how this all plays out in the commercial break. Let me tell you this. (laughs) In the commercial break. Blake, thank you very much. Coming up later on the Hill, Hunter Biden's legal storm. The president's son is facing a special counsel investigation. How he almost walked away without any charges at all. The plot thickens and third party options. President Biden and Trump are leading their respective primaries. New shakeup. Well, is it possible that a third party candidate will actually change things? Chris Steyerwald has some thoughts on that. Gotta get rid of this old Backstreet Boys t-shirt. Tell me why. I've washed it so many times, but the odor won't come out. Have you tried Downy Rinse and Refresh? It doesn't just cover up odors. It helps remove them. Downy Rinse and Refresh removes more odor in one wash than the leading value detergent in three washes. Find it wherever you buy laundry products. This back-to-school season, Downy and Tide are giving back with $1.5 million in scholarships. Enter to win. No purchase necessary. US and DC, 16 or older. End September 30th. Rules at Downey.com slash scholarship slash official rules. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is often laced into illicit drugs and used to make fake versions of prescription pills. You can't see it, taste it, or smell it. Suppliers mix fentanyl into their products because it's potent and cheap, and the dealer might not even know. Keep yourself and others safe by knowing the real deal on fentanyl. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. You know that Big Bargain detergent jug is 80% water, right? 80% water? I thought I was getting a better deal because it's so big. If you want a better clean, Tide Pods are only 12% water. The rest is pure, concentrated cleaning ingredients. Ooh, pass me the intercom thingy. Attention shoppers. If you want a real deal, try Tide Pods. Don't pay for water. Pay for clean. If it's got to be clean, it's got to be Tide Pods. Water content based on the leading bargain liquid detergent. Save on Tide Pods at BJ's. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. We are the Veterans Health Administration, and our hands provide life-changing care to over 9 million veterans across more than 1,200 facilities nationwide. Join hands with us to make an impact in your community. Learn more at vacareers.va.gov. Thanks for listening to News Nation on the Go. I'm Elizabeth Vargas, delivering fact-based, unbiased news from all sides. Dear hero, whoever you are, you save lives. I live with sickle cell and the pain and the issues that come along with sickle cell every day. I'm most grateful that people are willing to go out there and take their time, their blood, and give me new life. Because of you, I'm allowed to see my son grow up. Giving equals living. Give blood. Replenish the supply. Learn more at hhs.gov slash giveblood. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services. What's gotten lost in a lot of news coverage is trust. Dan Abrams and Elizabeth Vargas on America's fastest-growing cable news network, News Nation. News Nation is the place that people can come because they trust that at the least we're trying to be straight with them. Every point of view is represented. That's what we do. We only earn that trust, keep that trust by every single night fulfilling that mission. To find News Nation on your screen, go to joinnn.com.
I was crossing the street when I met the love of my life. I chased after her. Nothing would stand in my way. Not the dog walker, nor the hot dog vendor. Finally reaching her, I asked, what do you call that amazing smell? Um, it's Gain Flings. Gain Flings. My love had a name, but more importantly, it had a scent. Fall in love with Gain Flings. Seriously good scent. Gain Flings with 50% more freshness ingredients versus leading bargain detergent. As an organ donor, your story doesn't have to end. The good in you can live on. In fact, you could save up to eight lives and restore sight and health for many more. Sign up right now online as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. You'll be happy you did. And just maybe, someone else will be happy too. Go to organdonor.gov. It saves lives. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Here today is the most beautifully crystalline depiction of what we'll call the pizza problem. And the pizza problem is, we talked about this on the show not too long ago, which is, what do you want to get? And pizza, yeah, okay, fine, we can eat pizza. But then if you're supposed to eat pizza, and let's say I've said, we're going to go out for pizza. Okay, fine. And Leland says, don't you think we ought to have something else? Wouldn't you like to have something else other than pizza? You can get a lot of people behind something else. But when you tell everybody what it is, When you say it's pepperoni rolls from the gas station in West well, Virginia, then rolls, right. you're going to be at 100%. Okay, so I just, wanna, just so we can put the poll up, third-party impact. Joe Biden, Donald Trump, generic third-party. 37 Biden, 28 Trump shows you how soft his support is. Generic third-party Wow, that third-party looks really competitive right. in that poll. Oh, my gosh. It's something other than place. no picture. Other, no than pizza, other than pizza's in second place. Mm-hmm. Yes, and then, and then we put in pizza, a specific type of pizza, like pepperoni pizza, yeah. or we say, let's go get Italian, and it drops to 16%. So this, this is the conundrum. Um, look, millions and millions of Americans in the coming cycle are going to vote for neither the Republican nor the Democratic nominee. There's a guaranteed, you can lock it in, five, three to 5% for sure is going to vote for somebody else. They're going to write in their Aunt Gertrude. They're going to vote Libertarian. They're going to vote Green. They're going to do whatever. Those are protest votes. If no labels, so first of all, the ballot access is a huge deal. But if no labels is going to shape the election, and we shouldn't sneeze at 16%. 16%, Russ Rowe did 19% and changed American history in the way that people do politics in the United States and all of that. But if you want to persuade voters You need ballot access, number one. And number two, you need a way to pick a nominee that isn't just pulling a mansion out of your hat. You can't just have a bunch of donors say, surprise, here we go, this is the guy. So we have a lot lot yet to see and learn about no labels, but I am watching closely, nerd or not. But if you listen to no labels, uh, it's, it's, it's shocking, Scott. You weren't actually part of this segment, but we're glad you inserted yourself. You did get your one more thing and you get the last word, then we got to go. Uh, no label says they're not going to be a spoiler, right? So as you watch those numbers, no labels in both of these, they're not playing a spoiler or they could be playing a spoiler. And if they're a spoiler, that helps Donald Trump, I think, more than it helps Biden, notwithstanding these numbers right Biden here. Biden went up three points with me. Yeah, I know. But there are other polls <laughs> that say otherwise. I think that that no labels is not going to fill the candidate. They may have access to ballot in about 15 states right now, but in the end, they're not going to get in because 16% or 30%, they're going to have to see higher numbers in order to really believe they got a shot. 19% changed American politics, Russ Perot. All right, just ahead, financially fed up, some Republicans are telling President Biden, no more blank checks for Ukraine. One of those Republicans is with us next. My whole identity had been wrapped up in being a soldier. To have that so violently ripped from me when I was wounded, I was lost for a very long time. When Wounded Warrior Project came into my life, being around the other warriors, people that had similar experiences that I did, it was a game changer for me. Having King join the group, that was the beginning of a really good friendship. It's a, it's a, it's a good time. I first heard about Wounded Warrior Project through CQ. And at first I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I qualify. But having been a part of it, it's kind of taught me that it's not just the wounds that you can see, but it's those that you can't. When you do something like a peer support group with Wounded Warrior Project and come together from different walks of life, man, the growth is incredible. If not for Wounded Warrior Project, I really don't think that I'd be here today. 
See how we help warriors combat stigma at woundedwarriorproject.org slash combat stigma. Ma, is this how you feed a hamster? Uh, I think so. Is my homework right? Hmm, I think so. Is uh, this milk still good? Uh, I think so. When it comes to parenting, sometimes it's okay to think you know. But when it's something as important as your child's car seat, don't just think. No. Double check if your child is in the right seat for their age and size. It'll help protect them in a car crash. Don't just think. No. By visiting NHTSA.gov slash the right seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Thanks for listening to News Nation on the go. I'm Marnie Hughes. To get America's fastest growing cable news network on your screen, go to joinnn.com. For many kids living in poverty, summer isn't fair. It can mean isolation, hunger, and falling behind. Help us make summer fair at savethechildren.org slash fair. Meet Ed, movie buff, animal lover, safe driver. Five years of driving an ambulance teaches you a thing or two. If people knew what I know, lives could be saved. When I see a car trying to rush past a turning bus, I get concerned. You see, when big vehicles turn right, they have to swing wide to make the turn. And that's a lesson you don't want to learn the hard way. When trucks and buses turn, let's you and I wait. It's It's our roads. It's It's our safety. Visit www.sharetheroadsafely.gov. Have you ever wanted to go above and beyond for your community? Volunteering for your local fire or EMS department is your opportunity. Join a family that will serve with you, always have your back, and train you to be the best version of yourself. As a volunteer, you will meet new people, learn new skills, and make a meaningful impact. Learn more at makemeafirefighter.org. That's makemeafirefighter.org. Hello, I'm Kate Levy. When I was just 10 years old, I lost my father, Joe, in the 9-11 attacks at the World Trade Center. He was a lieutenant in the New York City Fire Department. For 9-11 this year, now a National Day of Service, I'll be doing what my dad loved to do, helping others in need. Please join me by doing your own good deed that day. Visit 911day.org to learn more. How was your drive to school? Let me tell you. I had to get my iced coffee first. I just can't seem to put it down. My favorite rapper just announced a tour. My phone was buzzing like crazy. I'm so excited. I had to text all my friends right then to talk about it. Then, someone started calling me and... Let's try that again. I turned my phone off right away. I never drive distracted. Visit StopTextStopRex.org. A message brought to you by the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, Project Yellow Light, and the Ad Council. And just imagine Whirlpool and Massage Jets creating a relaxing spa-like experience right in your home. Call now and get $1,000 off your walk-in bath plus low monthly payments with this exclusive TV offer. With a brand new walk-in bath, you can unwind and relax using powerful hydrotherapy along your legs, feet, and spine while staying warm with heated back, neck, and shoulder surfaces all at the touch of a button. Walk-in Bath Club gives you a modern and luxurious experience. Installed in as little as a day and backed by a lifetime limited warranty. So call Walk-In Bath Club and get $1,000 off your walk-in bath and low monthly payments now. For a free quote, call 800-431-9296. That's 800-431-9296. Welcome back. Just a couple of minutes ago, President Biden, the First Lady, arrived in Maui. They'll inspect the damage caused by the wildfires. Killed more than 100 people. President will also meet with Victims, emergency workers, and other state officials. Obviously, it's going to be uh, a time for some difficult conversations. There's been some lots of criticism, shall we say, leveled at the president for his response to Hawaii. Speaking of President Biden and some issues he's going to have to deal with once he's back in Washington from vacation, Hunter Biden and the latest chapter in his legal saga. The New York Times out with a new piece titled Inside the Collapse of the Hunter Biden Plea Deal. It describes how the plea deal fell apart. And how the special prosecutor almost didn't charge Hunter at all. It says, quote, it appears that if it weren't for the courageous actions of the whistleblowers who had nothing to gain and everything to lose, Hunter Biden would never have been charged at all. This comes as House Republicans have issued subpoenas today for four IRS and FBI officials who reportedly overheard David Weiss say he would not be able to charge Hunter back with the panel. Uh, Scott Bolden, you have made the point multiple times that President Trump is going to drop out of the race because of all of the legal problems. Now, this, this, the, the case against Hunter Biden has not made it to 
President Biden yet. But it seems to be getting closer and closer. It's awfully hard to run for president while you're under indictment. It's awfully hard to run for president, would you say, while your son's under indictment and you yourself are now the target potentially of a special counsel? Uh, It makes it harder, but the two cases aren't comparable. You see, he may have, the the special prosecutor may have withdrawn those tax charges because he wants to bring them in two different jurisdictions. But remember, this special prosecutor appointed by Trump still uh, investigated and you can't, there's no challenge that he investigated Hunter Biden and for five years, and all he did was come up with these minor charges. So if, unless there's something new or different as a special prosecutor versus the status he had, it's going to be hard to see what else he's going to hmm. bring, notwithstanding the whistleblowers and what have you. It was a horrible plea deal because the government and the defense lawyers couldn't get on the same page. You saw when it went, first came out, the government said the investigation continues, and the defense lawyers said that the investigation is over. And so uh, unless there are new charges, it's not going to uh, make much difference where he brings the charges, re- refiles the charges. Yeah, or unless the investigation continues and goes somewhere else. I guess it it won't matter. reach Biden, though. It, they right. can, for it to matter, it's got to re- reach Biden. Mark, mark the tape. Prediction has been made. We'll see what happens in a year. Reports indicate Ukraine's counteroffensive against Russia is running into problems. But the Biden administration is moving ahead. They want to ask for an additional $40 billion in aid. Several Republican senators and House members are calling for an end to unrestrained U.S. aid for the war. They oppose future aid unless it is linked to a diplomatic strategy to end the war with what they call a rapid conclusion. One of those members, freshman Arizona Congressman Eli Crane, joining us now. Good to see you, Congressman. Appreciate it. Um, All right. Rapid conclusion seems to mean that there is going to be at least uh, some fairly major concessions to Vladimir Putin. Is there a way to do it without concessions? I, I Honestly, I don't know, but I hope that's the direction we go in, Leland, because I th- I've been saying from the beginning what we need to be pushing for is peace talks and not escalation. That's exactly what we've done this entire time. Um, I mean, what are we going to send over there next? Predator drones and aircraft carrier? Let's not forget how many nuclear weapons the Russians have. If we continue to poke this bear, you know, I mean, play this thing out as far as you possibly can. Contingency plan this thing as far as you possibly can. Are the American people going to think it's worth it if we get into a nuclear war with Russia over, you know, a, a place on the map that most people can't even point to happens to be one of the most corrupt countries in the world. Meanwhile, we have other allies, you know, that um, could be could be going to war very soon. And, you know, I'd like to see us, I would like to see us be able to support those folks um, if, if we need to. And I think we need to stop what we're doing. I think we need to pull back. I think we need to push for peace, peace talks. And I think that's what a lot of Americans want. I, 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 look, we've been saying on the 7 p.m. show for a while now that at some point either uh, the counteroffensive pushes the Russians all the way out of Ukraine or by definition, most wars think World War One, think Vietnam, think Korea, think Afghanistan, whatever it is, end in negotiations. Think Afghanistan with the Russians and Afghanistan with the United States. Uh, aid to uh, U.S. aid to uh, Ukraine, $76.8 billion so far, although some could argue it's been a lot more than that. $229 per man, woman, and child in America. Should Congress authorize additional funding to support Ukraine, 45% of Americans, yes, 55% no. So uh, the the majority of Americans, at least uh, in this poll, seem to support you. Why don't you think the president and others, uh, especially Democrats, and and look, a a fair to say a a large part of the Republican Party, thinking former Vice President Pence and others, uh, seem to say any any negotiations, any kind of compromise, any kind of peace talks with Vladimir Putin uh, is just akin to being a Russian puppet? You know, Leland, that's a good question. I don't know why this administration does a lot of the things that they do, so I'm not going to try and even answer for why they're doing it. Um, But when I look at my own party, um, you know, there are a lot of war hawks in my own party that have never seen a war that they didn't like. And as somebody who served my country um, multiple deployments, you know, in, in, in combat zones, I can tell you that it's not something that should ever be taken lightly. And we should always push for peace, you know, when when possible. Um, you know, and, and quite frankly, let's let's go into the fact that we can't afford it, Leland. We cannot afford this. You know, we're 30, what, 32 trillion, 33 trillion in debt right now. 
We're going to be $36 trillion at least in debt by January 2025. The American people know that. They know that there's one standard for them on the, the, their level of fiscal responsibility. They're not allowed to do that. Why is, the, why is the U.S. government allowed to continually spend money it doesn't have? And they also know that, you know, we're, we're over here protecting the Ukrainians' uh-huh. border, but yet our own border, southern border is completely wide open. So, you know, they're, they're tired of it. They don't see a plan. Um, you know, they know how much money we've spent. They know that we should be pushing All for right. peace talks. And that's, I think, what we need to be doing. All right, Congressman, thank you very much. We appreciate it. We'll see you back here in Washington after the recess. Uh, Chris, spending money that our our government doesn't have a sort of thing in Washington, is it not? Yeah, and people love free money. Uh, it's, not, it's not just uh, Ukraine that wants free money. It's the American uh, public also wants the government to never raise taxes and always spend more money. And this is, the, the, this, this is life. But the, the reality for Ukraine and the reality for this war effort is that, and you can, I think that poll is very telling, that CNN poll, about 45%, only 45% said yes, more funding. The clock is running out for American public support uh, for this war effort, and uh, that's a bipartisan reality. That's what's going to happen because the American public strongly supported Ukraine, strongly supported, and we've seen over time this ebb. And, you know, these these are the cold, hard political realities uh, of life in the United States. So the next several months are going to be really crucial on that. And I think think what you're seeing also is just this is influenced by Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Americans are not feeling flush enough to feel magnanimous. They're not they're looking at those numbers and they're saying we can barely put food on the table thanks to Biden and all the inflation that's happened. And so now we have to take a look at the hard trade offs that we're making. And do we really want to be feeding a proxy war instead of feeding ourselves? All right. Speaking of hard questions. We can all agree that flying has become miserable lately. Oh, oh yeah. All right. I got an amen there. And evidently, air rage uh, is becoming more common. Flight attendants say they want self-defense training. Are flight attendants the solution or the problem when we come back? When you're diagnosed with Crohn's disease or ulcerative colitis, you just want to feel better. Steroids help get my symptoms under control, but they come with problems and long-term risks. I need to look out for my future health. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation changed everything. They encouraged me to take action and even helped me find a specialist. We now have a plan that works for today and tomorrow. Don't put off finding an answer. Spill your guts. Learn more at SpillYourGuts.org. Some people won't give you the real talk on drugs, but it's time we know the facts. Fentanyl is killing people. It's a powerful opioid, often made illegally and commonly mixed with illicit drugs. It can even be pressed into counterfeit pills that resemble prescription medications. Just two milligrams, about the size of a few grains of sand, could potentially be lethal. This isn't an ad to scare you, but it is an ad to make you think twice. Get the facts. Go to realdealonfentanyl.com. This message is brought to you by the Ad Council. In a single moment, everything can change. When a player's sudden cardiac event brought a national football game to a halt, it shone a spotlight on the importance of CPR readiness. Now, with youth sports in full swing, the American Heart Association is rallying parents and coaches to be ready in an emergency. To be ready, learn hands-only CPR. It's a skill anyone can learn in minutes. Visit heart.org slash handsonly CPR and become a lifesaver today. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, come here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the backseat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Hi, it's Frank from Access. Imagine the feeling of a parent bringing home their child who has been suffering from a devastating illness or injury. And the parents wonder if things will ever be the same. That's where Welcome Home Angel steps in. They're a nonprofit 501c3 organization creating accessible living spaces and healthy, cheerful environments in which to live and recover. To learn if you're eligible for a makeover, to donate to these amazing families, or just get involved, visit welcomehomeangel.com. Change a room, change a life. 
You're listening to Elizabeth Vargas Reports on News Nation's audio stream. Available 24-7 on the News Nation app or just say, Alexa, play News Nation. Roxanne Watson is on a mission to have more people sign up as organ, eye, and tissue donors. What drives her? Roxanne received a heart transplant made possible by an organ donor. I decided that day to devote myself to signing up the most people in the United States. (laughs) That's my goal. Now she's a powerful force for good. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. Go to organdonor.gov. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Now you can discover the mysteries of ham radio. Using modern transceivers, you can make friends all over the world, even talk to astronauts in space, ships on the high seas, and flying aircraft thousands of miles away. Unlike phone users, ham radio operators talk absolutely free and provide vital communications during disasters or emergencies. To find out more about ham radio, visit us at ARRL.org. And remember, unlike the Internet, we crisscross the entire globe wirelessly. The United States Deputy Sheriff's Association is a national nonprofit and the largest non-governmental provider of services to law enforcement. The USDSA assists city, county, state, and federal agencies with free safety equipment donations and officer survival training, along with cash donations to families of law enforcement officers who perish in the line of duty, a citizen awareness program, and more. For more information on United States Deputy Sheriff's Association, please visit usdeputy.org. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our responsibility. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov mandates and flight attendants were enforcing those. It dropped then, and now we're at about 1,000 so far this year. But flight attendants say they want self-defense training. News Nation's Evan Lambert is at Reagan National Airport with more. Hi, Evan. Hey, Leland. So one of the country's largest flight attendants unions is supporting this. They want airlines to pay for it. There's also language in a Senate bill, which is just a proposal right now that would tighten these training requirements. Here's what it would change. Essentially, it would mandate the kind of training that, quote, includes training to defend against the use of edged or contact weapons and, quote, methods to subdue and restrain an active attacker. Now, it comes in the environment that you talked about, the pandemic having driven these unruly passenger incidents to an all-time high. As you mentioned, we have seen them fall, but we continue to see videos of these things happening, what seems like every other day in the air, driving that continued concern by flight attendants. We talked to passengers here at the airport today to get their opinion on this mandated extra training. Listen. People just have issues. It's like, I don't know, you're clearly you're well off enough to be on a flight. Like, why are you so angry? Why are you, I don't know. I just, I'm a very positive person. So like when I see that stuff, I'm just like, wow, like that's on them. That's, there's clearly a lot of like um, turmoil and sadness in the world. I feel sorry for them right now with all their violence that's happening on the planes. And I do think they need some training to make sure they don't get hurt. And Airlines for America, the trade group representing most major U.S. carriers, would not tell News Nation whether or not they support this language. So you can uh, read into that however you like. Back to you guys. Uh, All right, Evan, thank you very much. I've got so many thoughts about this. (laughs) Let me just ask this. Would the money be better spent in a... uh, fighting back against edged weapons, which, by the way, the TSA keeps people from bringing on, or B, how about training flight attendants in de-escalation and customer service? How about just people, and I I say this with real passion to the men of America, get yourself together. (laughs) Help ladies with their bags to put them in the overhead. How about just some basic societal decency? And my number one, gentlemen, flip-flops. 
No. No. And I'm keep on your an shoes airplane. on. I'm on an airplane with you. Do not put your scraggly toenails out there when you're traveling in a sealed aluminum tube with me across the country. Loafers, no socks is okay. That's fine, okay. obviously, Leland. I mean, come on. And don't rub your feet on the plane either while you're, you're sitting next to me. Keep your, sh- keep your shoes. Not if you get the pre-check. I've sold out for comfort. I've sold out for comfort, for sure. The government can have my retinal scan. Just let me keep my shoes on. But the things they're fighting about, if you look at this um, uh, um, uh, report here, smoking in the cabin, not fastening your seatbelt, failure to store luggage properly, and drinking alcohol. All four very illegal things to that's do. That's just Leland. On a pl- <laughs> <laughs> okay. But that's it. And so, you, you know, you don't like people wearing flip-flops. How about this? Topless tennis. Oh, boy. Vivek Ramaswamy, shirtless, ahead of Wednesday's GOP presidential. Wait, why am I up when we're talking about this? <laughs> There he is. Uh, We'll play the audio, which is actually even more interesting than the uh, video when we come back. I'm a wife and the mother of two kids. And when I get to work in the precinct house and put on my uniform, I can tell you as a police officer, we're building partnerships. This should be happening everywhere. So the police should be reaching out to this community and this community should reach out to the police. That's the way to make this a safer place. Start the conversation and help stop crime. To learn the five things you can do, go to ncpc.org slash preventviolentcrime. A message from the National Crime Prevention Council and the Bureau of Justice Assistance. Maybe he was born with his witty humor. Some people bring joy wherever they go. Some whenever they go. Or as a frontier newspaper reporter. There's nothing to be learned from the second kick of the mule. Maybe he got his insights from being a riverboat captain. Never argue with a fool. Onlookers may not be able to tell the difference. Wherever he went, Mark Twain found humor all around. Humor. Pass it on. From PassItOn.com My mom has taken up going to the park to practice yoga. My dad's going to a club, but not a book club. A salsa club. Finding new hobbies comes with age. My mom has started getting lost and not knowing where she's going. Becoming lost or disoriented doesn't. Confusion with time or place may be a sign of Alzheimer's. An early diagnosis can help improve the quality of life for your loved one. Learn the warning signs of Alzheimer's at 10signs.org. Brought to you by the Alzheimer's Association and the Ad Council. Everyone has a community, a neighborhood, school, kids' teams, where you worship, work, work out, or any other place or group where you choose to belong. Communities can provide support when you need it, and even when you don't know you do. Like when it comes to preventing underage drinking and other substance use, community members can be your eyes and ears when you're not with your kids and alert you to signs of potential problems. Learn more at talktheyhearyou.samsa.gov. Thank you for listening to News Nation, America's source for engaging and unbiased news, reflecting the full range of perspectives across the country. More than 80 million Americans depend on AM radio for their news, traffic, weather, sports, and a community connection. It's the backbone of the emergency alert system, keeping us safe in dangerous times. It's critical that we keep AM radio in cars, because when cell and Internet services are down, this free emergency service could be your only lifeline. Text AM to 52886 and tell Congress we need AM radio in cars. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters. Get it, slip it, cuff it, check it. Talk to doctor now and share it. Nearly one in two U.S. adults have high blood pressure. That's why it's important to self-monitor your blood pressure in four easy-to-remember steps. It starts with a monitor. Be next to talk to your doctor about your blood pressure numbers. Get down with your blood pressure. Self-monitoring is power. Visit ManagerBP.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council, the American Heart Association, and the American Medical Association. In partnership with the Office of Minority Health and Health Resources and Services Administration. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. 
experience right in your home. Call now and get $1,000 off your walk-in bath plus low monthly payments with this exclusive TV offer. With a brand new walk-in bath, you can unwind and relax using powerful hydrotherapy along your legs, feet, and spine while staying warm with heated back, neck, and shoulder surfaces all at the touch of a button. Walk-in bath club gives you a modern and luxurious experience installed in as little as a day and backed by a lifetime limited warranty. So call Walk-In Bath Club and get $1,000 off your walk-in bath and low monthly payments now. For a free quote, call 800-431-9296. That's 800-431-9296. GOP presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy playing tennis shirtless, posted on Twitter, Three hours of debate prep. And you may have noticed, being shirtless seems to be a trend among other presidential candidates. Back in June, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. was doing push-ups shirtless. Uh, All right, Chris Dyerwald, is this a new trend we have to look forward to? I'm going to have to spend the rest of this campaign cycle trying to unhear Vivek (laughs) Ramaswamy. How long until that becomes a meme? I assume it's being memed currently, and it's dank, brother. It's dank. I mean, I could have gone my whole life without seeing that, but I just want to point out there's a double standard. There's no women doing what he's doing out there. So Where's Nikki let's Haley? think about yeah. it. Oh, gosh. Oh, this okay. is going soft real fast. Oh, yeah, what there, block are we in? There is time for the history of shirtless presidents. It goes way back. Shirtless presidents. That tonight. With Elizabeth Pran, what could possibly go wrong with that segment okay. at 7 p.m.? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure she'll have some thoughts about just what you said. Oh the Hills tomorrow. Here's Brian Etten for Elizabeth Vargas. <laughs> Historic natural disasters in two of America's most beautiful Pacific destinations may change the face of those areas forever. Right now, President Joe Biden is on the ground in Maui, touring the devastation from the inferno that has taken more than 100 lives and left more than 800 people still missing. We will push FEMA for answers before the president's live comments over the next hour. In California, 